0: Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Pat Gray Unleashed, sponsored by ExpressVPN. Surf the web with peace of mind? Sign up right now at expressvpn.com unleashed. And welcome. Uh, great to have you with us. It is Thursday, all kinds of stuff to get to way too much. As Keith says multiple times every day, too much show. Too much show. It's too much. Yeah. Can't get to it all. Um so it's a Sophie's choice of sorts <laughs> yeah. and uh, we'll do our best to make the right choices but uh Oh you yeah. mean all animal videos for 2 hours? Oh. That's what you're doing? Man. Uh well <gasps> we'll see. You keep watching for that.
2: Hold <laughs> okay. your breath. Hold right. your breath in. Whoa. And Try see to how kill many times you
1: pass out <laughs> during the course of the show. <laughs> Noted. Uh also today we're going to talk to John Ziegler. Uh John is the person you might remember who uh, looked into the Penn state uh I guess sexual predator stuff with what's his face
2: Jerry Sandusky
1: Jerry Sandusky uh yes, Jerry Sandusky also um uh, Joe Paterno, Paterno was... got caught up in mm-hmm. that scandal. Um, according to the investigating that, that Ziegler did and it's, it's compelling information and you can read all about it but um not only was Joe Paterno did not only did he not do anything wrong, but uh neither did Jerry Sandusky apparently didn't even was not guilty of abusing men uh at Penn State. Yeah I, I know it's hard to believe if you haven't heard the story before, but
2: young boys that were there. Mm, yes. Yeah.
1: Now, however, uh he's on to he he's onto a situation with Matt Lauer, who I thought Matt Lauer was kind of railroaded from the very beginning. And that seems to be backed up by the research and it's extensive that uh, John Ziegler has done. So we're going to talk to him about the Matt Lauer situation. Matt Lauer now accused of rape in Ronan Farrow's book. And I mean, it was bad enough. He, you know, it was sexual harassment at NBC, but what it, but what was, what was even alleged then was just that it was consensual, but it was inappropriate. Uh, then she claimed that, uh, it was rape after the fact. So, So uh, that's a little more serious situation. And apparently Lauer has done uh, an investigation of his own, which uh, is interesting when you're investigating your own crimes. But um, But, uh, yeah,
2: I mean, if you are innocent, then, mm -hmm. you know, and you're convinced that you did no wrong. Right. Then I guess you have to become your own detective, uh, especially in this day and age. Yeah, because who's who's
1: who believed him? Uh, the whole, and it's, and it's been just proven a lot of that stuff. Like he had this little button under his desk when he would push it and it would lock women in. (laughs) Okay. How did that start? (laughs) I don't, I don't know, but there was no, there was no rape button. It (laughs) turns out. Uh, and, uh, it was all apparently, apparently consensual. And so. Lauer has talked to her two former boyfriends about this, and they back up his story. I mean, it's it's pretty interesting stuff. So we'll get into that with him coming up. But also, where is Anthony Fauci? People are just oh yeah, so concerned about where Tony Fauci is
2: right now. Lockdown going on or something? I
1: I guess Still? the nation's top infectious disease expert has been conspicuously absent from national TV interviews over the last two weeks. I mean, he was on CNN about every 15
2: minutes yeah.
1: for a while. Or MSNBC. I mean, the guy's all over the place. He loves to be on TV.
2: Well, let's see. He's he's taking the stance that it's not a big mm-hmm. deal. He's taking the stance that it's a very big deal. So maybe he's out looking to see if there's a third angle he could find. To maybe there's a
1: middle ground. It's kind <laughs> of a big deal. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, <sighs> prior to his uh, recent absence, yeah, he was all over. Like, I mean, hundreds of appearances on TV. Uh, but he's been on modified quarantine after possible exposure to the virus, even though uh, he's he's been present at White House meetings and briefings. And he was standing behind Trump the other day when, when Trump made some announcement. He didn't speak, but he was standing there. But why is he not? I wonder if he's been asked to maybe stop <laughs> spreading crap around that the White House has to continually shovel out. Uh I don't know mm. but the 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 media is really uh, really upset for, with the fact that he's not he's not prevalent right now. And they even uh developed a vaccine with the help of his agency apparently it's it's not complete obviously but they've shown real promise with operation warp speed of which he is a part. And uh so he hasn't even been commenting on that. So what will we do without Anthony Fauci? To lead and guide us. I guess there's just... I called up Cardinal Tobin. Cardinal Uh, Cardinal Joe Joe Tobin in Newark. That's it. That's all we've got now. Wow. So if you get a busy signal when you call Cardinal Joe Tobin of Newark, uh, you got nowhere to go. (laughs) Because Fauci's nowhere in sight right now.
2: Yeah, remember he was so ubiquitous. He was at the beginning of the NFL draft. It's like, leave me alone. Oh, yeah. Go away. That's right. And now you can't even
1: everywhere. Uh
2: He's like Chicken Man. He's
1: everywhere. He's everywhere. Uh, (laughs) So, to wear a mask or not to wear a mask, uh, went to the grocery store again yesterday and almost everybody is wearing a mask. And I don't understand the one-way aisles. What is the deal with the arrows that point one way? Why does that help? How does that help? (laughs) <laughs> I'm still gonna pass people in the aisle if we're all walking the same way. Somebody's gonna stop, and I'm gonna walk by him.
2: No, air is smart, and it only travels one direction. Okay, uh-huh. and it stays. It knows where the aisles are. Does it? It just stays put. It's pretty. Huh. Air's pretty cool. Huh? Mm-hmm. I just I, for the life of me,
1: and I'm looking down the aisle, and I'm thinking, okay, I gotta go to this one, but I'm going the wrong way. So do I have to walk all the way around, and then down the other side? Ah, uh, no. Not I'm not going to do it. No, I'm an American, and I'll go wherever the hell I want I did want contemplate to. it for a for a few seconds. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not doing it. Good this. for you.
2: I wonder, and <laughs> I, I, I long for the day when you're standing in line or you're visiting a store because I was at a store yesterday, where the tape, the arrows, were on carpet, like on carpeted <laughs> aisles. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I long for that day when we see the residue of this time. Whether it be the little pictures that say six feet, please stand here," you know, or the arrows Mm. down the aisle, I want to see the tape residue. All right, I I want this this era gone. Mm. But I wonder if we're going to see these things. Who knows? Forever.
1: Uh, I'm not going to do. I'm going to ignore. I'm not going to do the one-way story aisle thing. Doing that, please. I can barely do that on the streets of the city. I'm not doing that at the grocery <laughs> I store I can barely Hiles.
2: walk a straight line, uh, much less in the direction you want me to go.
1: And at Costco, there I guess they're enforcing their mask policy. Apparently, yeah. Um, an unhappy Costco Costco customer uh, happened into the store and was turned away. He can't couldn't get a cart. I guess. Watch this. Here's what happened.
0: I'll just put you on my 3,000 follower Instagram feed. Mostly locals. Hi, everyone.
1: I work for Costco, and I'm asking this member to put on a mask, because that is our company policy. So either wear the mask, and or- And
0: I'm not doing it, because I woke up in a free country. <laughs>
1: have a great day. Oh, so then.
0: you're going to take this card from me. Sir, have a great day. Full of day. stuff.
1: You are no longer welcome here Oh, wow. <laughs> you need to leave. Thank you very here, much.
0: you put it on. I'll give you my card. He's going to take the card away, because he's mm. a little b- <laughs> There he is, walking away with all my stuff. There he goes. Because I'm not a sheep.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, He offered to let his wife go through the line, right? Because yeah. he said, you, you've got a mask on. Here, let me give you my card. But Tyson of Costco was not having any of it. He's like, no. No,
1: <laughs> people are calling him a rock star. But no groceries uh, for you. Online right now because he took that fabulous stand. Uh, It
2: is the store policy, though.
1: It's hard to get around that. You don't have to shop at Costco. So if you're really opposed to wearing a mask, just go to Sam's
2: Club. And they're really cool about it, too, at uh, Costco where I go, because the day this policy started, or the day right before this policy started, (laughs) I was in there, and I said, hey, if I don't want to wear a mask here, okay, uh, and I said, you know, are you going to reimburse me for what's left of my membership, which I think is only a couple of months. So I think if it's prorated, it wouldn't be that much for me. Mm -hmm. She said, we'll give you your whole membership back. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. I said, really? You're not going to just prorate and give me a couple? No, we'll, we'll take care of you. I'm like, wow. And and that's the oh, thing that's about Costco. Cool. They're very cool. Like, you could mm. return something that you bought in 1989 that hasn't worked in 20 years. You know, you bought a TV or something, and they'll take it back. They're so gracious with, with their policies. So mm. I think they're trying to work with uh, customers that aren't satisfied. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it's their right to have this policy. Yeah, it is. It's my right not to go there. It is.
1: And, you know, uh, it's a little bit jerky to uh get all in his face over it when you know it's their company policy but well i i also do understand the frustration because it is frustrating
2: and i think that i'm sure that this interaction started long before you know m- moments before the guy pulled out his phone to mm-hmm. document it mm-hmm. but i think that this uh costco guy could have easily worked with him, let the lady go through the line i don't yeah, know why he just had to march off you know like he's on a I don't know. I just he—he's Very dramatic. I'm going to take this cart and walk away. I mean, come on.
1: And the guy who filmed it said he woke up in a free country. How long ago did you wake up? It must have been several years ago. <laughs> Were you in Sweden? It must been. You've been awake a long time.
2: <laughs> no, he woke up in Sweden <laughs> and caught the red eye so he could go to his uh, Costco shopping for the week.
1: Because this is not a free country anymore. No, no. And hasn't been for a while. Yeah. And we see the evidence of that every day, sadly, every day.
2: Yeah, I didn't realize this. In Texas, they're about to implement a, a contact tracing program. I, I'm I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, here in Texas. I don't
1: think I've heard about that. Yeah. either. really. So
2: uh, I, I gotta I gotta do some more look on that. Mm. Uh, I just caught a quick little blip of something, hmm. and it was it just it, they just mentioned it. Matter of fact, in contact tracing will begin. To t- I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa Wait, rewind what? that.
1: Huh. And we'll have to look into yeah. that. <clears throat> uh and from Indiana girl, uh we have we have this store sign. Western Ace Hardware will not require our employees or patrons to wear masks. Oh. Please refer to the United to the Constitution of the United States. And then there's a copy of it right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, free. Take one. Right that's there on the great. old counter. Uh that's uh, How great is that. That's where I would be doing my hardware shopping. Yeah. If I were in Indiana. I guess that's where she lives. I like that. hmm
1: Good stuff. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh Atlanta's Democrat mayor has now admitted that Georgia's reopening has gone better than she thought it would. Oh, wait a minute. I, did she criticize this? Oh, yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> she was highly critical of, uh, of Governor Brian Kemp's plan to allow Georgia businesses to reopen earlier than federal guidelines recommended, but she now concedes... The, the result of the reopening hasn't been as catastrophic as she anticipated. <laughs>
2: that's putting it mildly. I can't it's, believe she's admitting this. I know. I know, right? You expect her just to lay low and not say anything. So
1: you know she's going to be drawn and quartered by her fellow Democrats for, for admitting it. Uh, in late April, Bottoms wrote a piece. That's It's Keisha Bottoms, mm-hmm. the uh, Atlanta mayor. Keisha wrote a Linesville wrote a piece for The Atlantic titled, Atlanta isn't ready to reopen and neither is Georgia. <laughs> and she called Kemp's decision irresponsible. Oh, nice. Predicted that state hospitals could be seriously strained by new COVID-19 cases. None of that happened. Well, what I can say, she, so in an interview with Brian Williams, what I can say, Brian, is it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So, I'm pleased about that, but I still think it's too soon to say. The reason being, whereas initially we were seeing increases between deaths and people testing positive rising anywhere from 25 to 30% over a seven, seven day period, right now we're somewhere between 12 and 15%. And it's better than it was, but it's still not great. So, that was her big admission. Oh. Uh, but still, I mean, even to admit that much says something about her, because usually... I mean, would Nancy Pelosi admit that of Donald Trump? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. There is uh, nothing Donald Trump could say that Nancy Pelosi would agree with or admit to. Uh, All right, let me take 60 seconds and tell you about keeps. Uh, Kyle and Josh, two guys who were losing their hair. uh, The dreaded male pattern baldness ran in both their families. But the way in which they dealt with it was completely... Different. Kyle kept putting off getting any kind of treatment, whereas Josh went to Keeps. Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products. The generic versions saved Josh a fortune, and uh, all it took was an online consultation. He just went online, answered a few questions, snapped some pictures of his hair. Then a doctor evaluated all his information and recommended the right hair loss approval for, uh the fda approved hair loss treatment for him then all of that was shipped discreetly to his door and uh and he's a happy camper now go to keeps.com pat you'll get 50 percent off your first order 50 percent off at keeps.com slash pat
3: Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: it's amazing how split we are as a country though you got so many people thinking okay i i don't need to wear a mask all right the mask doesn't even help and you get the conflicting opinions from the experts too wearing a mask does help wearing a mask doesn't help a, wearing a mask is incredibly beneficial wearing a mask could make you sick with some other disease I, I and so you've got all these businesses do wear a mask in our place don't wear a mask in our place now we've got uh this sent to us from uh John Eugene eighty eight. Uh you are outside. For God's sake, breathe some damn fresh air, <laughs> not your CO two. The trees won't give you corona, I promise.
2: Ah, see, it looks like this was somebody like somebody put that over a, a roadblock sign or something. Yeah. You know?
1: Be safe, cover your face sign. <laughs> Instead, uh you're outside. Just breathe the air. Just right
2: when there's... we thought there was no other way, no new ways that we could uh, be separated or divide ourselves. Ta-da! We came up with a new one.
1: Yeah, mask or no mask, uh, quarantine or no quarantine. Uh, it's just as and, it, and it's just as vicious as every other battle we're having with the left right now, and it does divide down right and left lines pretty much. If you are conservative, you think, okay, let's get out and get going and get the economy rolling again. And if you're a leftist, nope, you want to stay home. And you want to hide in your house, curl up in a ball, and stay away from every single person because you're scared out of your mind. I I don't know. It's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, but uh, I forgot who sent this to me. Um, We do have some interesting facts about COVID-19 that are now coming out. Um, The virus can travel six feet, but it cannot travel six foot one inches or greater. Uh, It can live on all surfaces except anything that comes in the mail from Amazon. Uh, Mm. It does not live Mm. in Target, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, or any grocery store. (laughs) Um, COVID-19 is only deadly in bars, restaurants, small Mm. businesses, hair salons, and especially churches. Yeah, gyms. Yeah, and it cannot live on your food as long as you get it to go. So those are some uh, scientists, you know. (laughs) So it is in my
1: food if I stay at the restaurant. Correct.
2: Okay. You get it to go.
1: And it goes away; it dies exactly. Ah, it comes in contact with the fresh air outside, and it dies. Sort of. Or? You got it. Yeah. So okay.
2: yeah. So fresh air is good for your food, but it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. So you need to be wearing a mask when you walk outside with that food. Right. Are we getting this? Because I mean, scientists are no. studying COVID nineteen around the clock, and this is what they're uh, determining. <laughs> it's uh, very in
1: other s- words, they have no idea. Like so, so many other uh, issues involving science, uh, they don't
2: know. But why is they it? They don't know. That- if I'm a big store, then I'm essential. If mm-hmm. I'm a mom and pop shop, oh, oh, oh we're going to ticket you. I mean, this is happening in community after community. We can't even keep up with it. Make your head spin of, of businesses that are trying to open up. Yeah. And cops are showing up and giving them citations. But if the, if the guy worked at Walmart, oh, and then we're good. I mean, I, I can't. I mean, it's just madness, man.
1: Speaking of cops showing up, giving citations, somebody sent us this video, and we're not sure from where it comes. Uh, But police show up at a home of this elderly couple and uh, start harassing them. And what you notice when you watch this for a while, because it's being presented as if this recently happened and it happened in America. I don't know that either are the case. No, I don't think so. Actually. I, I don't think this is about a, uh, COVID-19 because they don't say anything about it.
2: Yeah, there's no mention of COVID-19. There's no masks, um, but it's a couple. What's shocking is, and I, I think it is definitely Canada because they talk about the Ministry of Health. Uh, I think that what's shocking is a man is being handcuffed in his living room. Watch this. This is uh, chilling.
0: Really oh, that's no chilling. problem. You can record. No, I, don't need, I don't need your... Uh, Do you want to set it up? i okay to talk? that. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. So as a result... As a result of speaking to my partner yesterday, there's this, there's concerns, What's I prefer I, I, to stand if you're okay with that, please, and thank you. <laughs>
1: After speaking to our, my partner yesterday, there's some concerns for your safety, right? <laughs> we understand you you let me worry first, about my safety. Yep,
0: yeah, your standpoint, right? The ah. reason why you're doing what you're doing is to, to take a stand against the city, correct? Not the city. Government. government. The government, okay, yes, the government. You come in here like this, mm-hmm. Are we, are we so dangerous to you? Look at us. I hope not. <clears throat> I hope I everything hope goes smoothly. Why did you come at 8 o'clock? It's our time to go to sleep, actually. My apologies. My apologies for coming at a time that's not convenient for you. <laughs> but why did you come? I, I was going to <laughs> let <laughs> you know. Smart you got some questions for me? <laughs> and now, the reason why I'm telling you why we were he here said that. pause it for a yesterday. second.
1: But he said that in a really condescending oh, way, man, so yeah. it, was, it was sweetly delivered. My apologies. My apologies oh. for not coming at a time more no, convenient for this entire video, you. this guy is
2: a passive-aggressive
1: oh, jerk. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's
2: like the third instance so far.
1: Absolutely. But what I think this is mm-hmm. is a mental health visit. We think. I, I think. I think somebody is concerned about their mental health. And they're apparently being, uh, they're going to be taken into a hospital against their will. Correct. And checked by doctors. All right, let's see this
0: you come at eight o'clock it's our time to go to sleep actually my apologies amen my apologies for coming at a time that's not convenient for you <laughs> shut up i was going to let you know you you have, to, you have some questions for me and now the reason why i'm telling you why we were here my colleagues came out yesterday mm-hmm. they submitted a report based on your interactions we mm. have some concerns for your well-being and your safety <laughs> okay. Thank you, so nice of you. <laughs> nice of you, it's so hypocritical actually What I'm here to let you know is that based on the concerns that were put forward yesterday with your report mm-hmm. We have contacted a judge and okay. the judge has issued what's called a form 2 What that is form to do and this is it directs me being a police officer That I have to take both of you to St. Joseph's Hospital right now for an examination
1: Oh, no way, no way. Well, thank Unfortunately, you Unfortunately, I don't have
0: that, we don't have that no, discretion right.
1: We don't have that You're discretion, right. sorry that. That's no, not no an right. option <laughs>
0: That's what this is for I Form two I'm to say I got form two up form here, yeah.
1: Ministry of Health for a second. Yeah. yeah. Okay, bad so bad. form yeah. Form two is a Canadian thing?
2: Yeah. yeah, it's an order for examination of the Mental Health Act in yeah. Canada.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. Bingo. So uh still it's pretty chilly. Yeah. that this. I mean they don't seem crazy but I, I don't know what their anti-government stance is and I, I don't know what they've said in the past sure. you know we're coming in on a conversation and joining it already in progress yeah
2: I, all I know is somebody better throw that ball for that dog because he's really agitated no one's paying attention to him <laughs> you know, he's wandering around the living room somebody throw the ball
1: still pretty chilling that cops can come into your living room into your home
2: yep. and order, order
1: you to the hospital they're demanding that you get up and go with them this minute to the hospital. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to choose no. And I'm sorry, no is not an option. Unfortunately, sir, we don't have that. We don't have that option available to us now. So your options are, I either drag you out kicking and screaming and cuffed, or you come with me uh, willingly. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. But again, that's being presented as if it's in the U.S. and it's a COVID-19 situation. And uh, neither is the case. So it's Canadian and it's uh, mental health. So I'm glad at least that wasn't a U.S. situation. Yeah. That would...
2: Whew. Yeah, in the U.S. we're just um, looking at uh, states that are free, like Texas. And we're going to hire around <laughs> yeah.
1: 5,000 workers uh-huh. to be contact tracers <laughs> to this help does, track COVID-19 pandemic. does patient. not That's, end well. Department of uh, State Health Services said they'd need a team of around four to 5,000 workers, uh-huh. including contact tracers, to contact those who've tested positive. Other jobs include case managers and epidemiologists. Okay. At present, those interested in becoming a contact tracer uh-huh. are required to take a free online Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health course. Ooh. Uh, Free.
2: I might take this for fun.
1: You don't have to have a medical background, so no. that's great.
2: No, that's good.
1: They're looking that's for good. people who have at least have a uh, high school diploma, as well as communication and computer skills.
2: Yeah. I was a public school in <clears throat> Georgia County. Okay. Is that good? Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: Uh, hourly pay ranges from fourteen to nineteen dollars an hour, and uh, benefits will depend on the employer, but could be uh, the state department, a local agency, or a hospital. Officials are working to finalize the details to be able to fill the job positions.
2: All right, so, so Texas getting on board the contact tracing train. Whole bunch of people
1: being hired right now to oh boy track Texans around oh, the
2: state. I don't know where this goes, but Isn't that great. It's not to a good place. That's great. <sighs> you keep using that word. <laughs> it
1: doesn't mean what I think it means. No. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure of that. Horn of tweeted this out. uh, Breaking protesters leave their homes to protest protesters who left their homes.
2: Look at that. It's so good. And what's the sign say the lady's holding there? How many lives is your haircut worth?
1: Oh, shut up. 400. Yeah. It's worth 400 lives.
2: Well, your, your haircut is worth 400 lives. Have you seen my hair? I mean, mine's probably worth, I don't know, 50. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's not a lot going on
1: up there. How many lives is your haircut? As if the people are just going to die because I'm getting this haircut. I. It's just asinine. Oh,
2: is it a good time to play Ben Roethlisberger getting his haircut? Yeah. The haircut uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback video? I'm not going to shave. All right, so he gets injured last year. He's game. not going to shave or cut his hair until like he can throw a football again. Like to a toddler or throw hope, it? No, like throw it one of my teammates like Mm -hmm. a legit NFL pass alright so here we go look at this beard man he's got a lot going on there (laughs) Uh, I mean that is uh, that is a duck dynasty beard right there yeah. So he's out there throwing, and it's time for his haircut and his beard, so he goes... And he got it trimmed, and yeah. got a haircut. Yeah, but the governor of Pennsylvania, Ben Roethlisberger's home state, um, not too happy with that. He was actually asked about it at a press conference. Uh, what do you think about Ben Roethlisberger getting his haircut? Tom Wolf.
0: I don't care who you are. Oh. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, the chances of that virus actually <laughs> wreaking havoc on your life increases. I don't personally think that any pennsylvania ought to take that chance i certainly don't want to take Uh, that chance myself
2: so he doesn't care who you are even if you're ben roethlisberger and who definitely that was an essential worker uh whoever took care of him because Mm -hmm. he was looking
1: he looked pretty nasty
2: pretty nasty mountain man
1: yeah (laughs) uh definitely looks better without the uh scraggly skanky beard (laughs) for sure so there's another opinion that essentially you're you're killing people. If How many you're getting lives? A haircut right now. How many
2: lives do you think to trim that beard and that haircut are worth? What do you think? Thousand. Thousand. Probably a thousand lives. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, look. I mean, if it gets them in the playoffs, I guess it was worth it, right? If it saves just one life, if one life. How
1: come nobody said that about Hong Kong flu? How come nobody says that? about the influenza that goes around every single year if you don't get a flu shot you might be
2: killing people uh have you thought of that Mm. let's see hong kong flu 1968 let's see a democrat was in the white house what were the other ones we had we had one during obama you know it just depends see that's what Mm -hmm. you're that's what it's got to come into phase it's got to be some sort of virus when a Republican is president. Right. That's when it
1: matters. So that we can blame the Republican for all the loss of life. And so we can shut down the
2: economy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's
1: where we're at. Man. I mean, they're doing a good job, though. They they really are doing a good job at trying to get the American people to a point where they can say, okay, we did all this, and capitalism didn't work. uh, So we need to reset (laughs) this situation. We need to reset our economy and our lifestyle because it clearly didn't work. Look how many people lost their lives. And they're doing a pretty good job of sort of positioning it
2: that way. And it's a no-win situation because it's not only that, but it's also vaccine time. Yep, that's how we're going to get out of this. If you can take that vaccine. Right. And they don't even have one. (laughs) But
1: it sounds like they're going to pretty soon. And then when they do, will it be mandatory? My thought is yes. Yes, it probably will. I,
2: I tell you, man. This is... And I think
1: Trump might go along with a mandatory collision vaccine. Collision
2: course for trouble.
1: Yeah, we'll see. But I, I would not be surprised to see the government back a mandatory vaccine because it's for our own good.
2: <laughs> what do you trust the government with? I mean, seriously. You're going to trust the government with a vaccine going into your body that's been rushed through? For a crisis that is only about half as serious as it's being made out to be, if you ask me. I, I'm not doing it, man. I don't care if it's mandatory. I don't care. It's not happening. So you will, you will be here hosting a show one day and there will be video of me being handcuffed because I refuse to get a vaccine for the, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, the COVID-19 vaccine. Not happening. And you won't
1: be allowed to leave your house. You'll be under house arrest or we'll just put you in prison. You know, for your own safety.
2: Will I have... For your own safety, well, Keith. Will I have frozen pizzas? Stacked no, up the you'll seat.
1: definitely not have frozen pizza in prison. Oh, I could no. be swayed now because yeah.
2: <laughs> that's a problem. Ready
1: for the vaccine? Uh-huh.
0: Pat
3: Gray, Unleashed.
1: Uh, welcome. Great to have you with us. 888 thirty three ninety three. Got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Libertarian Ninja. If a company tries to make you wear a mask... Inform them that wearing a mask while carrying a firearm is a felony. <laughs> it's a good idea.
2: Yeah.
1: Shall not be infringed. Uh, tweets. Torn by the Costco thing, I wear a mask only when I go to the store because New York is stupid. Stores require them. Since I have to go, I have to wear it. It sucks, but the shopper is in the wrong, mm-hmm. but the employee was a douche. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep.
2: I think we found common ground. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Rebel Libertarian. There was a fatal car accident here in our area caused by someone who passed out wearing a mask while driving.
2: I don't know where Rebel Libertarian lives, but I found a story in New Jersey that says just that.
1: Jeez. Uh, Linnell Schultz, uh, I haven't worn a mask yet. I was wondering why. I was wondering why everybody at the store was staring at me. I just thought they were admiring my lovely, friendly smile. Oops.
2: It could
1: have been that. Uh, Yeah, maybe. Maybe both. Maybe a little bit of both. (laughs) Uh, Carl Smith, my wife is taking a stand that she will not shop at Costco with a mask. She just sent me with a list. (laughs) Because apparently uh, you'll wear a mask. Uh NASA Dwarf Knot. Funny. I thought we were all responsible for our own well-being, not the nanny state. Oh, well, you got that way wrong.
2: Oh, when did you type that tweet? <laughs> wow. Did you type that up decades ago and just were now you hit send? Born yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, from, the government's job to take care of us, man. From
1: Terry Westaway, watching on my phone from Iowa.
2: Oh, hey, Iowa.
1: How's it going? Uh, let's see. And Zoc, a free country doesn't have 25 trillion plus worth of debt yeah it's going to be a lot more than that at the end of the this year i mean they are still they're still pumping trillions of dollars into the economy it's just it's frightening is what it is because the debt we can never repay and so what's going to happen with that now, there's only a couple of ways out of it one of is one of them is uh massive massive eye bleed inflation uh, and the other is probably war. So, so I don't know. It's <laughs> well, anyway, not a good so scenario either It's a happy
2: way. Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a good day. Yeah, we have, we're have we having fun so far. Oh, right? by the way, uh, I forgot what it was. I think it was Kara3022 um, uh, mentioned that uh, we forgot yesterday was uh, Jimmy Stewart's birthday. I think he would have been like 112, 109 Really? Wow.
1: Yeah. So he. Uh, uh, how did you miss that? A... Isn't that your responsibility?
2: What do you mean? Uh, to oh, remind
1: right. us of important dates like that? What are you? Are you, are you
2: working for Potter now, Sorry. Keith? Yeah. Uh, you see. I'm working for Potter.
1: Then you're a scrooge. That's what you are. Hey,
2: for, for, for forgetting Jimmy Stewart's birthday. Yeah, I apologize. Jimmy. Oh, stupid. So, I mean, I, I yeah. don't know. That was he lived a long time too, man? He yeah, was like he was in his 90s he, or something. I think he was in his 90s, yeah. Oh, when he yeah, died, he was way up there. Just, uh, let's see, find out here because now I gotta know, you know. Mm, it's
1: one of those mm-hmm. things, yeah. Uh, Even though we missed it, it was oh, yesterday, now we're making up for it better right? late than never, I guess. I uh, don't 91 looks like 91, okay,
2: or 89. Or,
1: and he died in what know. year? Ninety-seven. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. ninety-seven. So
2: he was 89, huh. I think. Okay. Don't make me do more math.
1: 888 uh, 900 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, by the way, if, if you're going to Hawaii on vacation, just know that when you get there, you're going to have to stay in your hotel room for two weeks. Um, And they don't let you leave. And if you do leave, they arrest you. So they have just plain asked people, don't come.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: wow. It's kind of amazing <laughs> because here is an island where, I don't know, what, 90% of their economy is tourism, and they're just really not treating people very well right now. This could really backfire, I would think. I mean, if you piss people off to the point where they decide to vacation elsewhere permanently and not go to Hawaii anymore— Here's another unintended consequence of this virus situation uh because if you're making people feel unwelcome uh on that island right now uh that could spill over until afterwards, just so you're aware of that uh but they're really they're really kind of uh there was that guy who took a photo of himself on the beach, yeah and was promptly arrested, tracked down through his um instagram account, I think it was yeah. And arrested and put in jail.
2: (laughs) I mean, there was a spell where uh, Texas had a 14-day quarantine from people visiting from Louisiana. Well, yeah. Back when it was really intense over there. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was lifted shortly thereafter. But, I don't know. Like I said, with with this story here, um, I think you always quarantine people visiting from New York. uh, Just as a general rule, even when there's no global True. pandemic going
1: on. I think they're quarantining every person yeah, who comes yeah, the, right. Who comes into the state. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the, an NFL player has anonymously filed a lawsuit against United Airlines over an alleged sexual assault that took place on one of their flights in February. Hmm. In the lawsuit, which was obtained by Bleacher, bleacher, uh, the anonymous player is seeking damages for sexual assault, intentional infliction of emotional distress negligent infliction of emotional distress and negligence and negligent hiring, training, supervision, and retention by United. That's a lot. (laughs) Player used the uh, alias of John Doe 1 to file the lawsuit. Uh, Apparently, he was sitting next to another man, John Doe 2, who is also part of the lawsuit. They're both suing United. Uh, The alleged sexual assault took place on a red-eye flight between Newark and Los Angeles. On February 10th, in the lawsuit, the unidentified player claims that an intoxicated woman grabbed his um, Hmm. unit Hmm. and ripped ripped off a mask that he was wearing over his mouth and nose. The player had been wearing the mask for protective measures during the uh, early stages. I mean, February 10th, yeah, that's really early. Um, The conversation between the woman and the NFL player who was in the middle seat. So an NFL football player is in the middle seat of coach traveling on United. On a
2: red eye flight. On a red eye flight? Wow. Wow. So, wow. So okay, so so we've determined it's a punter. <laughs> it's, so it's one of thirty two guys. Yeah. <laughs> we've got it narrowed down. I mean even the punter makes right. five eighty five. That's what I'm saying though. I mean that's as Come close on. as I can get to, to making this story make sense. So he's in
1: the middle seat and she apparently st- ...started asking why he's wearing a mask over his face. <laughs> and he said he complained to the flight attendants multiple times... ...but they didn't do anything until the fourth time he complained... ...at which point they finally decided to move the drunk woman <laughs> to an empty row. Wow. This matter is unfortunately... Here's what his... his uh, he The NFL player, despite using sitting in coach in a middle seat... ...so he didn't have the money for first class... But he has hired not one, but two attorneys to handle this thing for him. So anyway, the attorneys say this this matter is unfortunately based on several instances of assault. Physical, sexual, and verbal. On a red-eye United Airlines flight. Instances could have been prevented if not the harm reduced. Had United's personnel simply taken sooner action. Our goal is to shine light on how assaults can and are being made on men, not just women... This is significant because assault is assault regardless of gender, race, and physical attributes of the victim.
2: Hmm. So it was a punter.
1: <sighs> Apparently because they're talking about his physical at- attributes, this is probably a gigantic guy who oh, you would assume that could see. stop a woman from grabbing him if oh, he didn't want okay. her to. Grab him. Okay. I mean, would you uh, it seems I didn't, reasonable, I didn't pick right? up on
2: that, but I think I'm kind of uh, uh, married to the idea that it's a punter still, so I guess I can't go there with you. But <laughs> Even the punter
1: should have been able to stop the woman yeah. from grabbing him if he didn't want her to grab him. You would think. Maybe. Wouldn't you? So I, I think I still have that bias. I still think that especially an NFL football player could probably protect himself from this onslaught of this horrible And on a red
2: war. eye, do you think maybe there were other places on the plane you could just move to?
1: I would think so because they eventually moved her, so I would have just gotten up. If I was so offended... That I'm now suing United for who knows how much money, I think I would have gotten up and left. So they right? need the and money and moved to another seat.
2: So they need the money in yeah. addition to the red eye coach and um, uh, what was the other uh, circumstantial evidence there that it's a punter? But see, I'm telling you, man, this is going to come out, and just you wait, it's going to be a punter.
1: Punter. Yep. Okay. All right. I hope we find out soon who this is because <laughs> I, can't, I mean, this is embarrassing.
2: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I think it's embarrassing. Yeah. It, what, why is he? <coughs>
1: That's okay. why he's anonymous, right? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. he would have said we'd, we'd know who the NFL player is. Okay. He's obviously
2: embarrassed. So, thesmokinggun.com, you have your marching orders. Go. All
1: right. <laughs> uh, did you know that dry dog food has a two to three year shelf life? It has to. So, uh, dry dog food manufacturers sterilize the food when they make it. That's the only way it will last that long. So everything that's alive and really healthy for your dog in the food is is killed, essentially. It's dead food. That's why uh, it's so great to have Rough Greens VitaSmart. It's not dog food. It's a healthy supplement that puts into your dog's food all the live nutrients that are necessary for your dog to be really happy and healthy and active again. And they just they love the taste. You take one scoop, mix it in with your dog's food, and they'll love the taste of it they'll eat it up and uh your dog is going to be a lot happier take the rough greens 14 day Jumpstart challenge today it's just 14.95 and you'll see the difference in your dog in 14 days or less if you want to see your dog thrive again just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze that's r-u-f-f com slash blaze
0: Unleashed.
1: 888 thirty three ninety three. 3393 Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, this is kind of interesting. We have a resurfaced clip of uh, MSMXC's morning cup of post with <laughs> Joe. He was uh, on with the late Don Imus. And... Uh, This Hmm. comes up again because Uh Scarborough and President Trump are going back and forth on this uh, old situation where an intern in Joe Scarborough's congressional office died back in 1997. She was 28 years old and she supposedly had some sort of uh, heart aneurysm or arrhythmia, I guess, and she passed out and hit her head and was dead. I mean it it killed her.
2: And she was healthy before. She does not like she had anything beforehand. Right. So, want to throw that you know, there. because she
1: was 28 years old, it's a little bit suspicious mm-hmm. and and uh so so President Trump keeps alluding to it <laughs> and saying that there should be some sort of investigation into whether or not uh, Scarborough killed her. <laughs> and uh, and morning cup of postum Joe takes some offense to that, but here he is with Don Imus, uh, joking about the
3: situation back in the day. <laughs> well, tell me what I need to do. Well, no, you're doing great. I mean, don't be afraid to be funny. Okay. Because you are funny. Uh, that was a, you know, I asked you why you went in Congress. You said you'd had sex with the intern, and then you had to kill her. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's just, that's wow. pretty risky to say.
1: What are you gonna do? What so
3: it you could be. You can, you can
1: be very good.
2: Uh, wow. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, wow. I mean, I don't know what Joe's supposed to say to that. No, I didn't. <laughs> you know, like, what is he going to say? I don't know. But still, he's just laughing along, uh, Yeah, you know. Yeah. That was a joke, Don. That was a joke. I mean. But he says that that's what Scarborough said Right, to that's him. what I'm saying. So the only defense that Scarborough could have there is, no, I was kidding around. It was a joke when I said that. You know that, well, Don.
1: Well, and. You don't
2: joke about... No, that's true, too. ...one
1: of your interns that, dying that's true. in your office. I'm not, office.
2: Even, I'm not even thinking of this past tense. It's already happened. Right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm totally missing the boat there. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's... I mean, uh, that's despicable. That's gross.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty... Uh, you, you, you'd have to consider her family, her friends. I mean... Uh, wow, that's... I, now I want to that's know That's pretty the, amazing.
2: Now I want to know the setting... Yeah. ...of when Joe originally said that to Don.
1: Yeah, I would love to. I mean,
2: was Joe a few deep? Was he speaking truth? (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Of course, we we can't. uh, I can't ask, you know, Don Imus. Uh, I wonder who else was there when he said that. Because was that an on air conversation? Is there another tape?
1: I don't know, but that would, if there is, it would be great to find it. Uh,
2: I mean, I would get on that assignment from you, however. I wonder,
1: I wonder if the President of the United States has resources no. enough to find something like that. No. Huh. No. I wonder. Interesting no. uh, little dynamic between Imus and Scarborough, too, because later on, uh, Scarborough and Imus were not... I don't think we're <laughs> we're good friends like that Would to be joking around with each other. Imus hammered Scarborough in the later years, like in... You know when when Scarborough <clears throat> went off the air and was doing the and was <clears throat> doing the meeting to try to figure out how to do a third hour of the show, and it stretched on and on and on. Can I
2: can I just interrupt you for a second? I was a program director <clears throat> when they uh, were messing around with that show. Mm-hmm. And the calls I would get from the rep trying to get that show put on our radio station.
1: Oh, really? Oh, it's bad. Yeah.
2: No, come on. They're right down the middle. They'll give both sides of the argument to your audience. that wants both sides. No, I don't. Right, that, no, nobody nah. wants both sides. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's not the arbiter right of down determining the th- that is not a down the middle show. But uh, continue your pitch. Thank you. Anyway, I'm sorry. You were Jeez. saying. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Anyway, uh, when while Scarborough was saying he's coming back, Imus was on the air saying that guy, that guy's never coming back to this station. He's awful, and he's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> he's a joke, and he's not he's not ever going to be. And of course, he was right. He never yeah. came back. Uh, but wow, that's fascinating that Scarborough ever said he left co- Congress because he was having sex with his intern and he had to kill her.
2: Woo wee. Again, I gotta know the setting. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, somebody start checking those transcripts. I would, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm too busy trying to remember Jimmy Stewart's birthday, and I fail at that too. <laughs> so don't uh, trust me. I well, got this. a whole
1: nother year now to prepare prepare for the next one. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got to play the Volkswagen ad too that they've had to apologize for hmm? for being racist. Uh, really strange details on that. There's a Volkswagen ad where uh, this black person is standing outside of a cafe where his where the Volkswagen is parked next to the cafe. And this giant hand comes in and flicks the black person into the cafe. <laughs> and then it says something like, the new golf. Uh, and then that's it. But the cafe pictured is called the petite cologne which means little colonist in french so they're making this whole racist thing out of it oh. <laughs> kind of interesting oh no and sure enough volkswagen has apologized uh. for that racial ad
3: pat gray unleashed great to have you with
1: us thanks for being here Triple E. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Michael's daddy tweets: "Will the contact tracer job pay better than unemployment? Eight hundred bucks a week is tough to beat." Hmm. Uh, from B to Bodine, since I usually just get a buzz cut, my haircut's only worth about twenty-five people's lives.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, over, I overestimated. I said mm-hmm. it was like worth fifty
0: 50?
1: bucks yeah. or fifty people. Too many. Okay.
2: Uh, Equus limits
1: ten. Do any of your states still have curfew? New, New Jersey does, even though Murphy says it's not a curfew. <laughs> okay, then what the hell
2: is it? Is it a suggested time to turn in? Huh. I mean, what what is he calling it? I don't know. New Jersey, man, this is exact. What we're living through right now is exactly why I'm glad I'm no longer a resident of that state. Oh, no kidding.
0: Oh. Jeez. By what authority did you nullify the Bill of Rights in issuing this order? I
1: called up Cardinal Tobin, mm-hmm. uh, Cardinal Joe Tobin in Newark. So maybe that's how Murphy figured out what time people need to go home. I see. So it's not a curfew. A curfew. It's just a suggestion from well, Tobin Cardinal time. Joe Tobin. Yeah,
2: Tobin time. From
1: JC, flattening the curve turned into communism real quick.
2: <laughs> it did.
1: Oh. No doubt about that. Uh, all right. Some of these politicians across the country and... Oh, they're having uh, a good time. Oh, man. It's it's fun to see. Uh, Angelica... Uh, emailed us this, or I mean uh, tweeted this to us.
2: Is it the Mississippi governor uh, reading out the name of high school graduates?
1: No, this is the mayor of St. Petersburg. Oh, this is a fun one, yeah. Giving a COVID-19 update. Uh (laughs) And is photobombed by a parrot.
0: Where's he giving? There's place related to social distancing, however, so make sure that when you're in a restaurant or you're in a retail <laughs> shop, keep your social distance going. And we try to make it a little easier for our restaurants in St. Pete to do business. Allowing he- for an experience-
1: like, where is
2: this press conference being given? A zoo? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. Oh, the Rainforest Cafe, Martin chimes in. Oh, okay. Well, that's a fun... That parrot's awesome. <laughs> He's just back in the background. I don't know. What, what would you say? He's just, uh, I don't know. He's popping uh, his head side to side. If you are listening to the podcast, it's very funny.
1: Uh, let's see. Also, Keith just referenced the Mississippi governor yeah. uh, that was uh, reading the high school graduate names. I guess because a lot of the schools aren't having ceremonies Man, I feel so in the bad. gym. And so you're being robbed of that. The Governor did something kind of cool mm-hmm. and was reading out the high school graduation names, and uh, here were some of those graduates.
0: Okay Gavin Christopher Davis. Grace Harry Ascracket.
2: Wait, what? Who graduated? <laughs> Harry
1: Ascrackett.
2: <laughs> Harry As yeah. Uh-huh. Well,
1: I mean. So who put that in there? Who put s- that in there? Someone awesome. That is really amazing. Uh-huh. And it got by. Uh, does anybody pre-read this for the governor? Does the governor pre-read it and go through those names just so he can pronounce them? Uh, well, let's see. Harry
2: Azcrack. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, that's that's one that uh, Bart missed when he called most Tavern. Seymour
1: Butts. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: Amanda Hug and Kiss. All right. Well, that's
1: good. Well, that's funny. I'd love to know who did that. All right.
2: And, and congratulations. I hope there's an
1: investigation into that.
2: <laughs> Harry yes. as Craig, I hope you have a, a happy life post graduation. Congrats on the diploma, by the way. <laughs> mm,
1: uh, all right. 888 933 93. Also, we got John Hickenlooper who was a presidential candidate.
2: Was he for five minutes? Yeah. And then he told us about uh, going to the movies with his mom.
1: Yeah, the triple X rated movies with his mom. That's great. (laughs) I mean, who among us? hasn't taken their mom to Debbie Does Dallas. Well, it's
2: interesting Uh, you would ask that question on a day that Jeffy's not here.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was deep throat, by the way, yeah.
1: So Hickenlooper was out uh, recording himself playing a little bit of basketball.
2: Oh, wow, this is natural, huh? One of those kind of commercials. Mm -hmm. And
0: I'm going to block Mitch McConnell from the (laughs) chokehold he has on the U.S. Senate by beating Cory Gardner, but I need your help. Five dollars. $10. $10. We're coming up to the end of the month. We need your yeah, help. Yeah, we got it. Thanks got so it. much. You're welcome. He's like,
2: he's like, First of all, his poor son, I assume, is is in the role of okay, dad gets to block my shot for the commercial. Then play that again. Dude is out of breath, can't even remember the simple line. Just
0: and I'm going to block Mitch McConnell from <laughs> the chokehold he has on the U.S. Uh, Senate. That is so natural. Guard. From a The Uh, chokehold from
1: uh, the the thing that he's doing in the Senate
2: right now.
1: Uh, (laughs) It's embarrassing.
2: Wow. It's embarrassing. And that was, I I hope that wasn't the first take. I really hope he's been playing all day (laughs) to not be able to have his breath to read that one line. And the (laughs) chokehold. So bad, man.
1: What a weird time it is. What a weird time in America and this planet it is. Every mm-hmm. day, it's just... I mean, society continues to go downhill every single day. We're just watching the very rapid destruction of civilization. It's fun, right? Oh, man, is ah, it ever.
2: Making the apocalypse fun again. That's what we do here at Pat Gray Unleashed. A t-shirt you can own at shop.blazemedia.com pat. It's also that vegetarian <laughs> shirt um, is available there. You know, you eat some things, but not... Uh, Right. Not meat, like what's the whole thing again? What's the whole like thing again? Yeah, because I might, well, I might I'm, need I'm to mostly know mostly
1: vegetarian. Thank you. I mean I do oh, no, other good. than a little bit of chicken. No, I've got what I need. Fish. <laughs> you know, maybe some lamb. <laughs> okay,
2: yeah.
1: Pork, like pork, ham, yeah. bacon, sausage.
2: <laughs> uh anything else? beef I mean, yeah, okay, beef, okay. certainly steaks, Very good. burgers, burgers. Roast. roast. Did you say bacon yet? <laughs> Yeah, I said, bacon. said bacon. Okay, yeah. well, you can say it again. I mean, it's not going to hurt. Bacon anything.
1: was part of the pork, you know, the ham, bacon, sausage yeah. thing.
2: Okay, very good, very yeah. good. Uh, by the way, we <laughs> have... venison. Venison, yeah. Venison. Was it yeah. Haley Graham that was asking on Twitter, uh, we need a Cardinal Joe Tobin shirt, I believe. That's who was uh, making that request. We have heard that request, <laughs> and we've told merchandise, so we'll see if they come up with a Cardinal Joe Tobin Pat Gray unleashed t-shirt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> very good.
1: Uh, meantime, Joe Biden... Accidentally mocked himself with his tweet attacking uh, Trump. Uh, Biden is. He mistakenly mocked himself yesterday when he let out the following tweet to attack Trump. (laughs) We need a president who believes in science. All right. Joe Biden, May 19th, 2020. Uh, Science tells us that an unborn child is a human being.
2: Oh, that's Scott Walker (laughs) replying. Scott Walker, Wisconsin (laughs) governor. All right. Well, there you go, Joe. That's great. A lot of replies to Joe. That is great. On that, what else we got? How
1: many genders are there, Joe? (laughs) Gabriel Hughes. (laughs) Nice job. Isn't that great? Great. How many? (laughs) This is. These are all fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, From Melissa, science isn't a belief. Leftists just say these platitudes and act like it makes them smart. Biden is a dummy, and now he has dementia, too. How's that for some science? Is oh, oh, just a tad mean-spirited,
2: uh, but
1: fun nonetheless. That's worth a follow right there. <laughs> we need a president who knows what day it is.
2: <laughs> this guy, Claude's Barbecue. That's good. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> All right, Joe. Um, back to your cave. He should
1: not have tweeted that out. I mean, that's just stupid. But, you know... I mean, none of these Democrats have a leg to stand on uh, when it comes to logic anyway. So, mm-hmm. Also, we've got this guy uh, who tries to take his truck from a repo man. You know, here we are in this very difficult time in our new reality. You know, just understanding that we're all in it together. And then along comes some repo man and tries to tow this guy's truck away. Mm. And, uh, also oh. the guy tries to take it back.
2: Oh, no, man!
1: Stop! <laughs> Hopefully it's front-wheel drive. Uh, no. <laughs>
2: I hope... I hope he is. <clears throat> this better be drug-induced. Good. So Whoa, well, does he get oh, off? off of oh, it? Oh, 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 no! man! He's gonna take the tow truck with him! Oh, no. Holy cow. No, wait, now, what's he... Wait, where are you going, dude? Okay, that, that wow. that's not gonna work out for anybody. Although he almost... Nah. Oh, oh, wow! Wait, uh,
1: he's gonna mess up both trucks trying to get uh, away.
2: I mean, he's ruined that truck now. How much wow. damage did he just do uh, to, like, ow. the axle and... <laughs> wow. Anyhow, uh, it doesn't look like he got his truck I would back. like
1: to have seen uh, whether or not that truck Drove off after that because he did. He got off the.
2: No, he he was still attached. Was he? Yeah, the thing just kept sliding, so it looked like he was breaking free.
1: Oh, okay. Looked like uh, yeah, it did look like he broke free there for a second.
2: Yeah, I'm, huh. gonna, I'm gonna see how that thing ended. Wow. See if I can figure it out and report back.
1: See if he's got a working operating truck anymore. Yeah. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, Ed Pat unleashed on uh, Twitter. Let's do we have that Volkswagen ad ready? that we uh, talked about before the top of the hour. German car maker uh, Volkswagen pulled one of their commercials because they got some pretty serious backlash from viewers who decided this was racist for some reason. <laughs> okay, a white hand grabbing a black person oh. and then
2: flicking him guys.
1: inside a cafe. for I, I don't even know what... I think they're trying to get him away from the... From the Volkswagen or something he's too close to the Volkswagen okay so this giant white hand comes in grabs him by the head puts him in front of the door and then flicks him in the door and then if that wasn't enough right it, as if that's not enough <laughs> the name of the cafe is uh Petite. little little colonist in French Petit colon wow. which means little colonist
2: well then also, oh no, there's Reuters
1: more? reports German TV noted that the hand could be interpreted as making a white power gesture.
2: Okay, all right. No, <laughs> no. Come, come on. No, it couldn't. Let's see that. No, it couldn't. Let's. us There isn't, this isn't a white power. D- Go ahead. Show that again.
1: Uh, let's see if we can find the white power gesture. Okay, not so far, I
2: don't think. Oh, I think it's the flick probably at the end. See, oh, up. yeah,
1: the okay thing. Oh, That's not really white power. I
2: can't, please. How many
1: times do we have to say it? That's not what that is. Oh, man. That's a made-up, nonsensical thing that doesn't really exist. (sighs) Anyway, Volkswagen removed the ad, and their uh, board has apologized. We understand the public outrage at this because we're horrified, too. What do you mean you're horrified, too? How how did you have a commercial make it? to Instagram or television or anywhere without it being approved by somebody.
2: What are you kidding? What do you mean you're horrified too? Who approved it? Volkswagen, also a German company, right? Uh, Yes. uh, With ties to uh, Nazi Germany? Am I right? right? Well, yeah,
1: they get into that. Uh, Oh. This video (laughs) is an insult to all achievements of the civil rights movement. It's an insult to every decent person. This is Volkswagen saying this about their own commercial. Mm. We at Volkswagen are aware of the historical origins and the guilt of our company during the Nazi regime. That's precisely why we resolutely oppose all forms of hatred, slander, propaganda, and discrimination. (laughs) That's amazing. So they even admit to the World War II Nazi stuff. Wow. Wow. Reuters pointed out Volkswagen was founded on orders by Adolf Hitler to build the people's car, and the company employed forced Laborers for the Nazi war effort. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Volkswagen. a Little sensitive, maybe the people are a little sensitive to Volkswagen, and you should probably avoid anything that even smacks of racism like that. Yeah. How did that? I, I'd like to know how that made it to air. How did that? How did that make it to Insta? I think it was an Instagram ad. How is it possible that somebody okayed that and said yeah, that's fine. Yeah, put it up. And that Post was it
2: in German. Uh, it just goes to show that you know, German commercial or Europe uh, European commercials are terrible. I mean, that whole thing was just bad.
1: Yeah, really bad. Really, <laughs> really bad. Not uh, And really, nothing about the car. Uh, the car is just sitting there. They don't say much about it, and you're just focused on the hand, and then it's over, and it says the new Golf. Wow, that didn't tell me much about that was not, particular car.
2: That was not worth the uh, the budget there. Not even close. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Genesis 950 because this is stuff that we don't do without in our home. Uh, my wife absolutely insists that we always have uh, a supply of Genesis 950 on hand because we're continually cleaning up pet, pet stains on our carpeting, or you know, some stain that the the grandkids have left by dumping like Kool Aid on the carpet or whatever. So, if you've got stains like that. And you've been thinking well can't get them out so we might as well replace the carpeting before you do that try genesis 950 it's amazing at getting these stains and odors out of your carpeting with water it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good um plus it disinfects and kills viruses if you you mix one-third genesis 950 two-thirds water spray it on the surface wipe it clean with fresh water Uh, And it's not just for Carpeting stains either You can clean and disinfect your whole house Bathrooms, kitchens, countertops Your granite Quartz, garage floors It'll get the oil stains out It's just, it's really amazing Genesis 950, it's available on Amazon.com But if you order A gallon direct At Genesis950.com You'll get a free spray bottle and a discount Using the offer code Blaze Genesis950.com
0: Pat
1: Gray Unleashed uh, 888-933-93 It a Pat Unleashed on Twitter Shall not be infringed t- tweets Pat makes a great point on the tourism subject We were considering a Lake Michigan vacation this summer Before the madness ensued But I won't set foot in Michigan While Frau Whitmer reigns there <laughs> Frau Whitmer I like that uh, Tony from Pennsylvania, new Scarborough, new Scarborough book. I didn't have sex with my intern and killer, but if I did, this is how I'd do it. <laughs> a little, little wordy, but it's a work in progress. And uh, I think O.J. Simpson is going to write the foreword uh, for that particular book. <laughs> or is so. he the
2: ghostwriter? <laughs> uh,
1: Jacob Letch. Uh, in hindsight, that sexist exercise bike would have been nice to have in this quarantine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Peloton That's thing. That's
2: right. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Texas Bizzle tweets, uh, I can't wait for our nation's top medical experts to be baffled at why so many Americans contract Indian toe fungus on their faces. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: oh, look at that. Here's
1: the video of <laughs> why they will contract that. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that You not putting that on oh your face my. is what's getting you dirty looks from your fellow Americans. Right. Oh, gross. Right. I mean, look at that. Just right on the floor. <laughs> Just
1: directly to the <laughs> dirty, stinky floor. Yeah. Uh, People sitting around assembling them on the floor.
2: But, I mean, I'm sure it's a sterile environment. But hey, been wear this. that
1: thing, because that's going to protect you and others uh, from terrible, terrible diseases.
2: I think whoever shot that video... I don't think that they were trying to make the point that we use it to make because as soon as they pan over and they see the kid on the floor, like, oh, no, 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 child labor laws. (laughs) Could you see that at the very end there? It's like a little boy on the ground making them and they quickly pan off.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Wow. Uh, We have a picture here too from Toothmaker, Toothmaker 3. Okay. I missed the first two Toothmakers, so I'm not sure I'll understand Those this. were
2: probably accounts that were uh, banned by Twitter, and they were like, all right, I'll go with number three now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they sent this in from Michigan, where they've had that unbelievable flooding from the dam break. Oh, several, man. Several, man. Look at yeah. this. Uh, used to be a road, and now it looks like there's the road. Now it looks like this.
2: Oh, no. Oh. Bad. Look at that. And then there's... Then there's towns on the other side of this that have been yeah. on the receiving end of these
1: floods. <clears throat> and they said there might be nine feet of water in Midland, Michigan, which is inconceivable, really. Yeah. Just really horrific. Be safe, please. Uh, all right. Uh, we can't find Fauci. Uh, we got into that a little bit. Um. Also, I want, oh, the trans-species person, I got, we got to talk about this tomorrow maybe <laughs> okay. because we've got uh, John Ziegler coming up in a few minutes here. Uh, John is working on something with uh, Matt Lauer now, and apparently he's been working on it for quite some time. <clears throat> Lauer wrote this really lengthy piece in uh, on Mediaite. This is a website that a lot of media people uh, frequent, And he was talking really not so much about his whether or not he raped somebody, although he absolutely categorically denies that he raped anybody. And it was all consensual, he says. And apparently it was. It was just inappropriate to NBC, and that's why he got fired. Because he was doing it apparently quite a bit. Um, Consorting consorting in a uh, physical way with women in the office. And apparently NBC frowned on that. And... Uh, what I think is they looked the other way and everybody knew. Everybody knew what Matt Lauer was doing at NBC, but they didn't really <clears throat> care. They didn't enforce the the policy of the uh, business until it became public. And then, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, that's unacceptable. That's inappropriate. And then they fire him. <laughs> and so he lost his career that way. Um, so anyway, now it, she has been... She's been quoted uh, as saying that Matt Lauer raped her in Ronan Farrow's book. And so Matt Lauer takes a lot of time and a lot of investigation and sort of takes that apart, as did uh, John Ziegler. And so we'll talk to him about that because it looked from the very beginning of this Lauer situation. Yeah, he was probably a sleazy cad and cheating on his wife a lot. But uh, was it sexual harassment? Doesn't seem like it. Was it rape? It certainly wasn't rape. And there was supposedly, again, a rape button under his, <clears throat> underneath his desk. He would push a button, and it would lock people in his office. <laughs> and that was just urban legend. That didn't exist. It never happened. Uh, and so, anyway, he was kind of railroaded. And so we'll get into that with uh, John Ziegler in a few minutes. But we got to tell you about this. Trans person... A, a, a somewhat unique trans person because not just transsexual, um, but
2: trans species. This <laughs> oh, person. Oh, neat. Yeah, a trans. Well, that's a new one. Species. We've needed to update the uh, the list for a mm-hmm. while now. We got a new one now.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, transgender. Yeah, so not transsexual, not transgender, trans species because she apparently identifies as a deer I'm, I'm sorry a person who <laughs> identifies as a deer <laughs> and now uh is in charge no. of twitch users opinions and whether or not what? they're okay because she can ban people on on twitch is it is it twitch or twitchy uh,
2: no twitchy is not twitchy not. is a
1: different thing this is twitch yeah. just twitch okay. Um, she says I have power they can't take away from me and honestly there are some people who should be afraid of me wow. and they are because I represent moderation and diversity really
2: was this all said by Governor <clears throat> Whitmer or no, this is this by should... uh, ferociously oh. Steph
1: is her twitch name <laughs> ferociously Steph who identifies <laughs> as a deer and I'm gonna come for harmful people. If you're a really crappy person, she puts it some other way, uh, I'm going to stand up against you, period. And Twitch is endorsing me to do that. And again, uh, this is the person who explains how she likes to prance around and eat grass or have deergasms because she identifies as a deer. (laughs) This is the person who's going to be banning you. On Twitch. Well, at so. least
2: we're back to normal now as yeah, a society. Yeah, right. right.
1: Things are getting back
2: to normal. Right. <laughs> uh huh.
1: So we got that going for us. Congratulations, America. Beware that gray is unleashed. Uh, the jobs report for the last week just came out 2.4 million more jobs lost last week. 2.4 million. Jeez. Week after week after week, it's multiple millions of jobs going away. That's 38 to 39, somewhere between 38 and 39 million jobs in nine weeks. Just uh, unbelievable. 888-900-3393. right, we've got uh, John Ziegler, uh, who joins us right now. Uh, John, welcome. John is from Mediaite. He's on uh, Twitter at uh, Freud. Uh, John is the one who uh, really looked deeply into the Jerry Sandusky uh, situation at Penn State and how it involved uh, Joe Paterno, and um, he's got a ma- amazing things to say about that. But right now, uh, John, you've been looking into what's been going on with with Matt Lauer and this Ronan Farrow situation.
3: Welcome. Yeah, good to talk to you again. And uh, this has been about a, a seven-month situation for me because um, – Last year when the Ronan Farrow book came out, uh, Matt Lauer, with whom I had been acquainted because I had done three Today Show interviews back when he was the host of the Today Show, and by the way, they were very contentious interviews. We were not buddies, but uh, he suddenly called me in the middle of that firestorm, and we had several conversations on the phone, and he invited me to to uh, come to his house uh, 3,000 miles away. I live in Los Angeles. He's he's in New York and the Hamptons. and hear his full story. I, I did that uh, for about six hours, and I realized that there was a completely different side of the story than the one that Ronan Farrow was telling in his book, one that made a heck of a lot more sense than the one that Ronan Farrow was telling in his book. And that, uh, that really was the beginning of an extraordinary several months where Matt Lauer uh, went from not even, literally, not even wanting or allowing, really, me to put Ronan Farrow's book on his kitchen table because he was so disgusted by the whole thing, to uh, Matt Lauer going line by line, word by word, through the entire book, picking it apart, investigating what the sources were or alleged sources were for all of this and all the allegations against him, specifically one of rape by a former NBC producer at the Sochi Olympics in 2014. And I I was in that process, and in fact, I was the reason why, uh, matt decided that he needed to do this investigation on his own as opposed to taking what he had found and and giving it to a mainstream news reporter because uh... i told him this was very apt because he asked me i told him uh... there's no way uh... that anyone in the mainstream can do this story uh... because they will wimp out because you're dealing with ronan farrow you're dealing with a, a sacred cow a toxic issue and uh, there are no mainstream reporters anymore, sadly. They will have the brains and the guts to take this on and do it fairly. You have to do it yourself. You have to do your own reporting. You have to use your celebrity and the the plan was for this to come out much sooner than this. But obviously, 2020 has been quite a year. Uh, and there were some personal considerations from Matt and this and uh, But then the New York Times at the beginning of this week came out with their own investigation of Ronan Farrow's book that was pretty damning, not as damning as it should have been, but uh, it was still significant. And at that time, uh, Matt decided, OK, this is the moment to go forward with about a 5,000 word investigation into Ronan Farrow's reporting on him. And and I agree with the, the, the bottom line, which is that, uh, one, Matt Lauer did not rape this woman. Uh, there's no evidence that he did. There's no logic that he did. Uh, But More importantly than even that, Ronan Farrow's reporting is fraudulent, uh, and it is not uh, – it's not even up to professional standards. Forget about the standards of someone who has been given the mantle of essentially the moral arbiter of all male and female sexual relationships in this country and has been given enormous power to destroy lives, and that's really my – great interest in this is that ronan farrow should not have the power that he does he's a fraud and i believe matt lauer has proven that now
1: uh, the woman in question here that was allegedly raped in 2014 in sochi russia uh, is brooke nevels right and and Correct. she but she did not claim rape in two thousand fourteen or whatever she went to NBC
3: Brass with this, right? Her, her- it's a, yeah, it's actually it's even more suspect than, in my opinion than that, Pat. I mean this so here's what happens. Uh, you know, this is this is based upon the record, not just what Matt Lauer is saying. Uh, but they ha- they start this affair in in 2014 in Sochi. It was stupid on Matt's part, incredibly stupid. Yeah,
1: but he, he did that paid, a lot of times,
3: right? Right, and uh, yeah, I mean mm. he he doesn't he he doesn't uh, deny that, and right. he is paid he is paid exceedingly dearly for that. I would argue he's paid mm. more for infidelity than anyone in the history of the news media. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they start this affair. The affair continues for several months. Uh, and, um, and, and now um, we, we fast-forward. Uh, she dates a couple other people who are actually referenced in the book, but Ronan Farrow never bothers to contact, and their stories are totally different than what, what she claims them to be, and this is part of what is in Matt Lauer's story. But there's no, there's no mention of this uh, publicly at all, although she brags about it to her friends, until Me Too happens. And Me Too happens several years later in 2017, and there's a moral panic, and now uh, all the rules have changed. And now mm-hmm. NBC, NBC is in a particularly vulnerable position because NBC is being criticized for having supposedly uh, spiked Ronan Farrow's uh, Harvey Weinstein investigation. So you now, you now have NBC in this very odd position of essentially needing a scalp, needing to show how uh, pro-Me Too they are, and in the midst of the moral panic, Brooke Nevels comes forward to NBC brass uh, to two female NBC lawyers with her own lawyer and tells her story of having sex with Matt Lauer in his dressing room. Consensual, uh, no talk of rape, no talk of anything uh, remotely illegal, um, but something that's in the viola- a violation of company policy, a violation of Matt Lauer's contract. And Matt Lauer fully acknowledges it, admits to it, and he gets immediately fired uh, over that, over a consensual act uh, in Mm -hmm. his own dressing room. Then uh, Matt Lauer goes away, uh, presumes his career is at least uh, temporarily, if not permanently, over. Uh, And then Ronan Farrow starts writing this book. And one of the more startling things that I learned in, in my investigation of this is that Matt Lauer and Ronan Farrow met before the book came out. Matt Lauer had a, a friend who's a lawyer with him. And Matt was shocked to find out that all of a sudden Brooke Nevels, uh, five years later, was now claiming that this was uh, there was an act of rape, especially considering the fact that the act of rape occurred at the, during their first encounter, allegedly. And then uh, you know the, their affair continued for a couple months after that. But most shockingly was that when Ronan Farrow told Matt Lauer that Brooke Nevels had come to believe... Had come to believe that there that there was an act of violence against her by him, quote unquote, in hindsight, in hindsight. In other words, uh, five years later, not not a day later, five years later, and I believe critically, Pat, after. Uh, she decides to write her own book and after ronan farrow has had the opportunity to speak to her and convince her that what happened and so she somehow was actually an act of rape when there's no evidence that that's what's actually happened
1: really unbelievable and this is this is all going on without any due process for for matt lauer at all he's just summarily destroyed and smeared and and then it's just on to the next one and and that's it
3: and well, that's that's right i mean that's exactly right lives are destroyed i mean yeah. and, and his life his life has been destroyed by this not just his career he's he's gone through it and, and again he deserves uh to suffer uh to you know within his family for for what he did yeah uh, but but uh but matt lauer and i realize a lot of conservatives don't like him uh, he was very good at what he did i mean he he's oh, uh, yeah. i have mm-hmm. i've done hundreds of interviews in my career pat and uh And there's no better interviewer than Matt Lauer. I I mean, he was very formidable, and I I actually miss the fact that he's he's not there on morning television anymore because no one can do a damn interview anymore. Um, uh, but more importantly than that, I, 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 I can't stand when, when innocent people's lives are destroyed without due process, as you say. I mean, there was never a criminal charge here at all. Um, uh, you know, you, you don't get to, and you, and you cannot defend yourself anymore because of the rules of engagement. The rules of engagement <laughs> are such where it's impossible to defend yourself. You can make an allegation in a tweet, but you cannot combat an allegation in a tweet because it takes too much time and as Matt Lauer proved in his media piece a couple of days ago, I mean he had the right 5,000 words to tell his side of the story and frankly that was cut down from what what it was originally gonna be uh, and we just don't live in that world anymore we live in a you know a very fast-paced world short attention span and uh, if it doesn't fit in a tweet it doesn't matter and this is not the way a society should work and Ronan Farrow should not be the arbiter of right and wrong here. He he is a an incredibly biased advocate. He's now he is an ad activist on this issue, uh, and frankly, I just find it amazing that he this is his own personal profile. How did he become the moral arbiter of male female? Relationships. I mean, this is a guy whose entire family, by his own acknowledge, acknowledgement, was destroyed by what he believes, uh, and I believe incorrectly so, was the sexual abuse of his sister by his father, Woody Allen. I mean not to mention that Pretty he's never been engaged he's never been engaged in a male-female relationship because he happens to be a homosexual so how, do, how, does, <laughs> how does he have any expertise in this I mean it's, it's, it's unbelievable. yeah it is.
1: Uh, hang on just a second, Joe. We're talking to John Ziegler uh, from Mediite and he's on Twitter as well at uh, Zimundreud.com We'll be uh, back in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Omega XL um, if you have if you have pain and it's brought on by inflammation uh it could, and inflammation is the root cause of so much of our pain back pain neck pain shoulder leg joints uh it, it can just really be miserable omega xl is an all natural treatment uh for this kind of pain um omega xl goes right to the inflammation calms that down and relieves you of that pain it's backed by 30 years of research Omega XL is a powerful natural supplement that helps reduce pain due to inflammation and promotes healthy joints and increased mobility uh, and helps you promote a a healthy immune response as well. Omega XL, it can help your natural immune system and it can help you get out of pain. Here's a special offer to get you started with it as well. Order one bottle now. Get your second bottle free, essentially 50% off right now. When you call 800-844-4888. That's Omega XL at 800-844-4888 or OmegaXL.com slash Pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, We're talking with John Ziegler. Uh, about the uh, Matt Lauer situation, um, Matt Lauer, a guy who probably will never have another job in the broadcast industry. Um, I don't even, uh, you know, he's, hopefully he made enough money in his career to, to continue to, you know, survive. But he lost his wife. He lost his family, right? He's he's lost his job. His career is shot. Uh, he doesn't deny the fact that, you know, he was he was a bad husband. There's no doubt about that. But did he, I mean, do you know about the other allegations, too? Because I think there were, weren't there seven or eight women at NBC who claimed that he had some sort of inappropriate relationship with them?
3: Well, actually, that was something that Ronan Farrow wrote that was completely inaccurate and written in an incredibly manipulative way. Uh, You mentioned the number seven. Yeah, there's a line in the book where Ronan Farrow makes it seem as if there were seven women who made some sort of allegation against Matt Lauer. But what he writes is that there were seven women who worked with Matt Lauer who made allegations uh, against NBC. That's totally different. You know, those seven... Wow. Uh, those, those wow. Seven, I'm, not, I'm not making this up, by the way. This is in Matt Lauer's piece. Those seven women, you know, they also worked with Al Roker. They also worked with Bob the Cameraman. I mean, they worked with a lot of other people, but, yeah. Pat, but this is the slippery way that Ronan Farrow writes about this. The, and, and here's the proof that I'm right about this, Pat, okay? Mm-hmm. So after Ronan Farrow's book comes out, uh, and, and, and one of the things you should always look at in the media when someone doesn't really have a story now is when they tell you the the worst is yet to come. There's more out there. There's more out there. Uh, we're seeing that, by the way, with the virus in some ways. Um, but mm-hmm. but uh, with regard to Pharaoh, uh, he went on MSNBC and Rachel Maddow's show, and they dramatically announced that, that they had gotten NBC – to agree to let anybody out of a, na- uh, a nondisclosure agreement that feels like the, you know somehow their voice is being silenced, so no one is going to be silenced by NBC, if you, you you sign an agreement with us and you want to tell your story of, of, of sexual abuse, uh, you are free to do so. And they were very proud of themselves. Well, that was six months ago. And you know how many people have come forward uh, to tell their stories about anybody, but or specifically Matt Lauer? Zero. Zero. There are zero women. And I can assure you that uh, there are lots of people in the media that would have loved to have heard this story, and that Ronan Farrow would have been the first one. There's not one person, and I predicted this, there's not one person that has come forward to say, uh, I, ha- I signed a uh, non-disclosure agreement with NBC. Let me tell you my story about Matt Lauer. Not one, because it didn't happen pat i mean that's
1: that's absolutely astounding uh and this guy uh does he have i mean is there any hope for for Lauer at um i don't know getting some semblance of his career back have you talked to him about that
3: yeah i mean we've talked pat i mean in all seriousness i mean it sounds crazy but i i've, I've probably talked to matt Lauer in the last seven months way more than i've spoken to my wife uh she probably would <laughs> She probably appreciates that, by the way. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've spoken to Matt Lauer probably over a hundred hours easily, um, and they've been very frank conversations. I think you know me well enough to know that we're, you know, we're not talking about the weather, um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm getting to the bottom of this. And um, and he's, you know, we've had some very, very frank uh, conversations, and he fully understands where his career is. This is not about uh, him being motivated by to somehow. Salvage a career. He he feels very strongly one that he wanted to correct the record about what really did not happen with him because he is not a sexual abuser. Uh, but uh, but I think he also sees uh, the the uh, the really important issue here of the role of Ronan Farrow that this is a, this is a disease. This is a dangerous man. Mm-hmm. Ronan Farrow is a very dangerous man who needs to be stopped. And he felt like he wanted to do his part because you know he still believes that journalism matters that that the truth ought to matter and and uh, i think that honestly was his mo- final motivation because you know to be clear and i don't even know if I should be talking about this, but I, I, I mean, there were enormous family considerations in his decision making here. This was not an easy situation. He he, 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 is paying a price even for telling his side of the story. So um, this is, is, so I mean, that's so, uh, the context here. I think is important. Matt has nothing to gain here. I mean, zero. He's not going to get a job. He, he wasn't even paid by mediite right. uh, He, he's, he's, uh, and he's suffering. Uh, you know, within his own. Sort circle to a certain degree because let's face it his family wants this to go away i mean they don't want this to be brought up again yeah matt feels strongly that he wants to clear his name and he wants people to know what a fraud ronan farrow really is a
1: fraud and a dangerous fraud but also a pulitzer prize winner so that makes it all the more difficult because farrow is so celebrated right now I mean, I I don't know what it is about this guy, but from the minute he appeared in public, he was a superstar. I mean, from the left, they loved him, and I think it was because he attacked his father all the time. Uh, I think they loved that about him, and so he came onto the scene with that kind of credibility.
3: Well, they loved the whole... Profile the whole persona. Yeah, he's a he's a good-looking guy. I, I mean, I think it helps on the left that he happens to be gay. Uh, I th- yep. the the Mia Farrow Woody Allen. He's a cel- you know son of a of celebrities, so therefore the left thinks he must inherently have value. There's the, the Frank Sinatra rumors, uh, whether or not that's his real his father or not. I mean, none of these are things, of course, have anything to do with his ability to report the truth. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but that doesn't but that doesn't seem to matter. And then once you're sanctified, and once you've taken down, you know, Harvey Weinstein. And 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 was even the Washington Post yesterday shocked me by doing a story uh, on some of the things that he said about Harvey Weinstein that were not true, uh, and and you know even though Harvey Weinstein got convicted not of the worst allegations, and I don't I'm not a defender of Harvey Weinstein, there's a lot of things that Ronan Farrow reported there that didn't turn out to have any validity or, or weren't used in the criminal case. I mean he's he's latched onto Rose McGowan as some sort of uh, tremendous beacon of truth and. I, I, I think Rose McGowan is a, is a freaking uh, is just nuts. She's crazy. Uh, uh, she's an absolute nut job, and, and yeah. frankly, I don't think there's any chance in the world that her allegation would have held up in court against Harvey Weinstein, and he's still backing her. And and that, that to me alone makes me think that uh, you know that people should not take Ronan Farrow seriously. But uh, he is a creation of the left. He has enormous power. I have no faith, especially you mentioned my work on the Penn State. Paterno-Sandusky case. I have no faith in Pulitzer Prizes. I mean, because there was a Pulitzer Prize winner there who, who is you know even worse than Ronan Farrow. I mean, so so I, I think that what happens here is once you get vetted by the elite, uh, everyone then presumes that you uh, are of value and cannot be questioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the most dangerous things I've, I've seen in my entire career, when everybody else thinks someone else is doing the vetting, and no one's doing the vetting. And that That's what's now happened with Ronan Farrow. And and to to remind your listeners, I'm sure they do, but, I mean, the first moment I started to realize Ronan Farrow was was a dangerous man up to no good was the the Brett Kavanaugh situation. I mean, people seem to forget that. He went after Brett Kavanaugh with a story that was completely absurd, uh, and and that was, to me, his jump-the-shark moment.
1: Yeah, it was the nuttiest of all the accusations. It wasn't even the, the Christine Blasey Ford accusation, right? right? It was that other no. person who completely...
3: It was, just to remind people, it was this thing that supposedly happened at Yale right. um, that, that I am convinced, without getting all into all the, the gory details, but I am convinced was an urban legend that got attached to Brett Kavanaugh's name after wow. he became famous many years later. That's what I believe happened there. And Ronan Farrow... Uh, reported it seriously and it became you know a a significant part of the allegations against him and and that was when i started to go okay whoa 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 hold on a second and now now that i've gotten deeply into the matt lauer deal i I know that he is indeed i'm not exaggerating he's a fraud he is not to be trusted well john thanks for the work you're doing because nobody wants
1: to do this work nobody wants to look into sexual predators Uh. that are accused i mean and they may not be at all as you have Discovered several times, Uh, but it is so politically incorrect to even say any of this stuff. To even challenge the politically correct uh, information that's been disseminated, you're not even supposed to do that.
3: And Pat, uh, Pat, let me just tell you, this is hell for me. I hate this. I believe people people think that I somehow um, enjoy, uh, you know, being the contrarian and telling the, the mainstream media that they're wrong about something. Uh, and uh, look, not on this subject. I mean, I hate yeah, this it's... with a passion, but no one else will do it. And now, you know, when I find myself in a situation where I see an injustice and the truth hasn't been told and no one else has the balls to do it, I'll do it. But it is hell. It is absolute hell. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks
1: a lot, John. Um, good to talk to you. John Ziegler from Mediate. You can find him on Twitter at uh, Zygman Freud, at Zygman, Z-I-G-M-A-N, Freud, F-R-E-U-D. There you go. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, He's I brave. Mean, He's a brave man. He really is. Because, again, you can't even defend yourself against these kinds of charges. Nope. Uh, and so somebody defending you against these kind of charges is really unpop- unpopular. But, like, Matt Lauer, if, if he says, no, I didn't do any of that, you're piled on. As, How dare you? What are you, calling these women liars? Well, yeah, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. What are you supposed to do in this day and age? In the in the age of me too, I I don't know. Uh, pretty amazing, and I'm no fan of Matt Lauer, right? But because he is definitely on the other side of the political spectrum for me.
2: But you're a fan of the truth. But uh, yes,
1: yes, and this seemed questionable from the very beginning on all this Lauer stuff. Uh, all right. We will uh, see you again tomorrow. Finish off the week.
2: Frivolous Friday, maybe? Frivolous
1: Friday coming up. All right, Jeffy will be here,
0: yeah. See you tomorrow.